The following podcast is a group of blind and sighted Dungeons and Dragons 5e players from Knights of the Braille. The podcast may contain scenes of graphic violence, adult language, adult content, and very inappropriate humor better left for the corners of a locker room. In no way is this content, language, or beliefs those of the Knights of the Braille. We are simply recording this to have fun, because we are having fun, and we do apologize if some of it splashes over onto you and offends you in any way, shape, or form. So if you are easily offended, the following podcast may not be suitable for you. It is not and never will be the intent of us to offend you, we simply want to have as much fun as possible. We do not intentionally cause you mental harm, as we do that enough to ourselves on a weekly basis. You can find more information about the Knights by visiting www.knightsofthebraille.com, Twitter, or by joining our Facebook group. The background music you are currently hearing is composed by www.seanhopper.com and our session's ambient music is from www.tabletopaudio.com. Our thanks to both Sean Hopper and Tabletop Audio for their permission, go and support their great work. Can you see the frozen path? Do you feel her icy wrath? There's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive in this frozen hill? Because there's trouble in the dale. Though the sun never rises, there is a lot of disguises. There's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hill? It's the everlasting rhyme. It's winter and snow all of the time. There is trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? You look and see all frowns all in the ten towns because there's trouble in the dale. There's trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? Let's hope that they can all cope. They may be everyone's last hope because there's trouble in the dale. Trouble in the dale. Can the adventurers survive this frozen hell? Welcome to the Rhyme of the Frostmaiden, where we follow our adventurers through ten towns in their quest to save it from evil. This podcast is brought to you by the Knights of the Braille. Two cantrips at level one, and you have two spell slots and three spells known for first level oh, at level bad. three. Uh, the highest you can get is a 5th level spell by level 20. So it's much more a fighter than a wizard. But you get the beat upness of like a uh, meat bitch. Oh yeah. Uh, um, cool. we uh, yeah, he, he's actually been okay the past couple of times. Uh, I'm Richard. Welcome to episode number four of the Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. Uh, with evidently, the Rhymer sounds like a good name. That's our WhatsApp group. So, you know, so far I think it's sticking, and that's what I had put on the name of the episode. Uh, but anyway, episode number four, we're going to go around the table here and introduce ourselves, and everybody leveled up again. So, uh, whenever you introduce yourself, be sure to tell us what, uh, nifty new options that you picked. So, let's start in order, and we'll go with Adrian. 
Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Adrian, and I play Krimtash Krivitrin. He is the fire druid of the group. He's also a dragonborn from the desert. Um, he is... What did I get, actually? Looking at this stuff over here. Um... I just got a bunch of spells, but nothing, like, no new feature at level 3. Uh, but what I was thinking of doing, I'm still kind of trying to decide what kind of, um, like, fire creature he's going to summon. Um, a lizard. So I thought about a lizard. I thought about a lizard. I thought about maybe making him look like the dog. A fire solvent. Like, or, or a fire jetty, a fire baby jetty. It has to be tiny, so it's like a tiny oh, baby. Fire baby. He did come from the desert, right? Yeah, yeah. A fire camel. A fire camel? But that's really like a tiny camel, though. <laughs> it's a baby camel. I'm not a fire camel, too. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, so. Sorry, uh, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, like, I, I have. Basically, seven spells. That's that's where you get a level three. Um, like prepare spells. So yeah, I'm not gonna go through those. But yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm done. Uh, um, we'll go with Jesse next. Hey everybody, I'm Jesse. I'm playing Bodar, which is the Luxodon barbarian, and at level three, I got more hit points and. A primal path, which, full disclosure, I am still running through as we start the show. <laughs> and he also received the uh, Procrastination Award, you know, because he did not check out his character information. But that's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, anything else, uh, Jesse? Um, actually, I'm picking Path of the Totem Warrior is what I'm going to go with. Ooh, that's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. I think that one's in the player handbook, if I remember that. Um, so we will uh, let you tell us about that next time, give you time to uh, look over it and all. And we will move to uh, Michael, who uh, by the time this episode airs will have already had his birthday so we will tell you happy birthday right happy birthday oh thank you uh, you're welcome you get to live this episode so you know, happy birthday. This. Oh, okay uh so tell us about your character um what nifty thing you picked up well i'm michael g i'll be playing talarn von hindenburg and she chose the Eldritch Knight subclass at level 3, which is um, more so like a, not really a wizard that took steroids, but a jock that found the wizard spellbook and decided to eat it. So not extremely powerful spellcasting, but enough to put a really good edge on combat and give the fighter a lot of utility and a special flavor. And the thing that I'm most excited about after getting my action surge is the weapon bonding, which means I can summon a or bond with two weapons and summon either of them as a bonus action uh, 
from anywhere as long as it's on the same plane of existence as me and I can't be disarmed so yeah not bad I always thought that was pretty awesome pretty amazing that you know you can summon it from anywhere it has so much utility Richard I'm yeah. screw up so many of your plans <laughs> So you think your weapon just happens to be on a different plane and you stand there constantly saying, come here, come here, come here, and nothing happens. Uh, and Philip. I'm Philip. I'm playing Fugages, the bard of the party. I went with the College of Eloquence. Um, I got six spell levels what was it? six spells and four spell slots and mm-hmm. four at level one and two level two spell slots yeah so I picked uh, a few new spells there I'll uh-huh. get to those okay, I can't remember them right now <laughs> Uh, uh, works for me, works for me. Um, we just all figured out yesterday that we y'all actually did level up, so <laughs> you didn't have as much time as y'all had previously. And y'all can all thank Adrian, actually, for y'all leveling up because of how he defeated the encounter with the uh, Orcs of the Many Arrows tribe. Uh, because in theory they should have wiped the floor with you all, but him having that stone allowed y'all to bypass that encounter, and me, the way that I DM, I'm not sure how others do it, if you bypass an encounter like that, I give you the XP as though you actually defeated them, because in a way, you did. I wish more people did that like you. That's just the way that I look at it because, you know, to defuse a situation is like a victory. So, you know, not sure how other people do it, but that's how I do it. Um, I'm Richard. I'm your DM. Uh, what I got new today was um, absolutely nothing. Uh, other than I got new medicine on Monday and... It's a uh, it's a little squirrely right now, but but body's getting used to it. And uh, you know, we're gonna move on here and recap last week's episode. Uh, you all uh, managed to get back to town. Uh, you, well, I say you, you all made it down the mountain. Some people, or shall I say, one person, individual. That is a solo individual that happens to be a tabaxi bard, but I will call no names. Tried to convince everyone to ride down the mountain, Jamaican bobsled style, on the dog sled. And just say no, like we learned in school. Just say no. <laughs> um, and he cast Feather Fall on himself and managed to make it most of the way down the mountain, but eventually you all made it down. Uh, then you came across a orc war tribe or hunting party, actually. Uh, Adrian, or excuse me, Krimtash used his stone, his orc stone, to uh, display the situation, uh, preventing y'all from actually going into battle. And you were all able to make it back to town then with no incident after that fact. While in the uh, inn or tavern, three flags sailing, 
you all were accused of being murderers and uh, you're, you were stood up for by Ma and Garrett and Nadina um, and were all given basically a little quest to find the real murderer, Sifik, um, who is part of a traveling store, basically a traveling caravan selling all kinds of items from poisons, fake health potions, furs, and other such material as that. Where we left off, you all had a hooded individual who I believe you all had unhooded and were questioning him under the charm spell. Uh, he was answering each of your questions without hesitation. He had hoped to trade uh, the fact that you all were going to be on the quest to hunt for Sephic to Sephic and perhaps uh, Targos herself in exchange for money, food, or money and food, uh, depending on what he could get with the information. Right now, you all are standing out in the cold, and you are in your cold weather gear. And let me remind you, as you are standing outside, that uh, it is a negative 65 with the wind chill right now, as you stand outside. It feels like outside here, for real. It's not that uh, cool, but it feels like it. Right now, here, it is 52 degrees, I believe. Same here. Yeah. Um, so we come back, and you all have this man surrounded. Uh, we're going to say that Durza is actually here with you, um, although he will not be saying a whole lot due to the fact that our Durza, uh, Zach, was unable to make the session tonight. And, you know, um, we're just going to act like Durza is here and. Hope everything's going well with Zach. So, this is where we start off, is you all have this man basically surrounded as you question him. Or you don't have to question him if you don't want to. <laughs> we already questioned him, we just wouldn't try to decide what we are going to do. Uh, well, where we left off last week was y'all had said that Y'all um, would like to think up other questions to ask him whenever we came back. So, do y'all have any further questions for him? Quinta, she's okay for right now. Yeah, Bodar is too. Gages is fine with it. Actually, what other criminal organizations or Low life, do you know in Tentens and in Targos? None that he is aware of. So if we guarantee your loyalty by either forcing you or bribing you with food, you'll act as our inside man? I will do all that I can. And is there some way we can ensure this loyalty? Entirely out of a spell's effect. You keep me in food, and I will be loyal to you. Well, if you're speaking the truth, then I'm satisfied. 
and under the charm spell, he speaks the truth as he knows it. Well, friends, I think we have our inside man and a way to secure his loyalty, and a quest and gold to get to. So is there anything else that y'all wish to do with this man? What's some way we can contact him? Mm. You'll have to find him or he'll have to find you. Because none of you have a message song at this point in time. You can, you obviously know that he lives here in Targos and evidently he frequents the Three Flags sailing. So you can suggest that y'all meet here every so often or maybe we could put up the three, the three flags and pay for his food and board until we get back or something like that. Work up a deal with Wow. That's not a bad idea, actually. And maybe she might be able to watch him for us. He wouldn't exactly be a prisoner, but he wouldn't be free. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. I like it. I'm in favor of Flue Gage's plan. I second that. Third! Okay. Um, so we will all say that y'all head back into the Three Flags sailing? Yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Um, Ma welcomes you all back in. And, uh, she says, Ah, oh, I see. You caught that one, did ya? Ah, uh, he's a good little lad, he is. Just... The poor little lad, he, he gets quite hungry, and I do feed him the leftovers at the end of the night and give him a, something warm, something to warm his belly with. Uh, Bodar will look over at Ma, and he'll say, I have a question. Why, what is that, sir? Do you know where I may be able to procure some bear fur or a claw? I may know someone. Uh, you can take the the store next door. They do sell some some winter gear and sorry, the bear claw. I'm not really sure. They they may have one. Some of the kids are out here. Think it's it'd be a good luck charm. Why? It is because if you need it for your path of the ancestral guardian, yes. if you think you're doing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she says, yeah, you can check the, the building next door uh, whenever they open up in the morning, and who knows, maybe they can help you with that. Bodar didn't know who else to ask, so. <laughs> <laughs> I can see Bodar walking around there, buddy. Do you know where I can get a claw? Or <laughs> I, I can answer the question from earlier. Basically, I'm picking the bear. You get to pick an animal, and I'm... Luckily, when I rage, I am... What is the word? Resistant to all damage except for one. 
Sweet. You're an elephant man, and you're going with your power of bear. Yes. <laughs> they didn't have an elephant, or I would have picked that one. Huh. We can make one if you want to. We can we can figure it out. Yeah, we we'll, we can talk about that. Uh, um, I don't mind. Never mind about the claw in the fur. <laughs> no, no, I didn't ask that. <laughs> we uh, we uh, want to know if, uh, how much you'll be charging us to uh, pay for uh, food and board for our little friend here until we uh, get back from this quest we're on. He is so tiny. He agreed to uh, help us out. He helped us out to find a certain somebody we're looking for. And for payment, he wants food. So we figured we'd put him in here. Oh, kind of kind of gets closer to ears and keep an eye out for him. Be sure he don't take off running and go and telling him. <laughs> Oh, I gotcha. I tell you what, if if he doesn't help out around here, it'll be three. It'll be two silvers a day if he does not help out around here. But if he's willing to help out around here, uh, one silver a day will do it. I'm willing to match that price for sure. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Yes, that is a rather. Rather cheap price, yes. She she looks at Krim Tash and I'll have to take care of other people around here. It's cold hearted and as cold as it is outside. It does the body good to have a little warmth inside and a place to get warm by the fire. Krim Tash uh, would like to bow to this person in appreciation. She giggles like a little schoolgirl. Don't, don't be bending down. Next thing you know, you'll be kissing my hand. Bodar tries to bend down and hits his head on the table. <laughs> oh, fake that look that hurt. Bloody hell. Yeah, don't, be, don't be busting my table there, big fella. I'm sorry, it just tickled. You put a dent in the damn thing. Look at this. <laughs> Uh, the Lord is impressed. Does anybody have men? <laughs> no, not yet, no. You gotta wait for level four for that. Uh, has men, so... Do we, ha we have any gold? I don't remember. I think we do. Yeah, y'all have some gold here. I'm um, gonna pull out a gold piece. This is for the table. She looks like she. Hi. Okay, I'll take it. I do appreciate it there. But he never look a gift elephant in the mouth, or else he might headbutt you and fucking kill you. <laughs> Not on purpose. <laughs> Alright, so. She, uh. She'll turn and show, uh. This young man to, to his room. Uh. Pretty much everybody else has left the tavern and inn by now. Um, heading back to their homes, those that, you know, have homes here and those that have rooms are, are staying here. Um, 
there may be one or two other people in 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 here, but n- nothing more than that. Did Chrissy Prantz leave? Yeah, he's not here anymore. Good. So, what would y'all like to do now? Take your long rest and start in the morning, or would you like to head out? Rest. Yeah, I say the long rest. Yes, yes, long rest would be a good, good thing to have. Odor would like to have a nightcap before that. I don't think he's drank this whole campaign yet. Um, clauses yeah, that he is a drunk. So, uh, we will. Uh, there's a uh, bottle that you can easily get to. Okay. Um, we'll call it a. Uh, Dragon Slayer. And, uh, do you drink the whole bottle? Uh, how big of a bottle is it? Uh, you ever fell the fifth? Yeah, um, no, he will drink half of it. Ah, well, it doesn't matter. You're still going to roll me a constitution check. Okay, that's alright. Y'all might have a drunk elephant on your hand. Oh, he'll be sick of it all, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> is there some really cheap like really bitter shitty wine here uh probably underneath the um 21 underneath the bar ah uh, you pass uh, it doesn't me. even have a kick excuse me <laughs> mr mr spirit sir Yes, uh, my child. I would like, Krimtash would like to know if perhaps there is some sort of uh, tea that he could brew to keep himself warm. Uh, there is some, um, we'll call it uh, dwarf gray tea. There is some um, uh, desert brown. There's some gold dragon. I will definitely have some of that gold dragon. Some cream dash will go to the fireplace and eat up some water in the kettle for tea and uh, put it in the uh, uh, best container that he could possibly find. Yes. Bodar will lift up the bed. Bodar will lift up the This will keep you warm, Mr. Cream. <laughs> Mr. Cream? <laughs> yes, uh, thank you. He looks at the, he looks at the big fellow rather, um, rather conspicuous because he was just called Cream. But yes, <laughs> I like. Um, his new name's Mr. Cream now. That's okay. How tough my wine? Sorry, your cream one, Mr. Cash. <laughs> we need to get flu cages down here to tell us a story. Um, as you are brewing this tea, it lets off a very spring-timing scent, um, and the tea is a nice golden color. Hmm. That could go many different wrong ways, but <laughs> would drink the tea, the warm tea, yes, and... Uh, just, uh, be, be, be with his thoughts for, uh, just for a few minutes. Before heading to bed, Lutini has a nice calming effect on you, and you sense that any worries that you may have go away as you drink this 
gold dragon tea and you start to feel yourself get kind of uh not, not lethargic is not the word but um relaxed and as though it's helping you get ready to go to sleep kind of like after you drink some chamomile yeah yeah Yes, that's, 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 uh, that would be the right effect after drinking some golden dragon piss. Yes. I was going to say it gave you a golden shower of calming energy. And this is why we did not want to invite Michael to the uh, one shot. <laughs> but I already invited him. I can't rescind it. <laughs> because he's a dirty, dirty old man. It's his birthday eve. He's allowed to say <laughs> But he doesn't even know the weeks. Dirty, dirty old man. I'm not. Uh, you dirty old man of 19, almost 19 you. Uh, so, what um, What else would everybody like to do? Flu Gages has gone to bed. It's uh, such, such a tired pussycat. One more thing, uh, Bodo will look around. I want a cookie. Nobody hears you except maybe your party members. Oh. Do you want a cookie? Or are you wanting He kind of looks down sad. I'll go to bed. Oh, and he will go to bed as well. <laughs> uh, what about uh, Mr. Cream, Tash? <laughs> I honestly thought it was Cream, like, it was pronounced Cream Tash, so that's why I was calling Mr. Cream. Uh. No, uh, Mr. Uh, uh, Krimtash would like to just head to bed, but he's calling him T, yes. Uh, um, and Talarn. Um, she's going to spend the night uh, nursing that bottle of bitter cheap wine and just kind of doze off in the corner of her room. Uh, so we will say that you all uh, go to sleep. You... All seem to dream something very similar of cold, of snow, of a, your dream, and the snow has a tint of blue over it, and the sky has a tint of blue, even though you know it's at, at nighttime. The moon that you see through the clouds has a tint of blue. It's like there's an entire layer of a thin blue veil over everything. And you hear a very cold laughter during your dream. And it doesn't send you quite to a nightmare type of feeling, but it unsettles you all. You still get the benefits of your long rest, of everything like that, but it is a very unsettling feeling. Uh, you all wake up the next day, and like I said, you still get the full effects of your rest, of everything like that, although uh, you are a bit unsettled. Uh, down in the tavern, there is Ma. She is cooking along with um, the young man who y'all accosted and got to be your informant. Um... And Ma's, uh, want you say granddaughter, who is helping her out at the bar you have seen her before. Um, there is coffee that is brewing. Um, there is some hot water 
and there may be some like biscuits and and things like that for your consumption if you should so wish. Yep. Yes, cream that you have so do what now? Today I'm eating breakfast. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. What is Crim going to do? Ah, the same thing. He will sit down and uh, have perhaps some tea and some biscuits for breakfast. Ah. Uh-huh. What about the other two of you? Uh, Bodar will come stomping down, not stomping in air, just anywhere he walks, he stomps. And he will go over, get the water, and try the dragon tea. And also grab three biscuits, because he's a growing boy. The, uh, the golden dragon tea? Yep. Okay, um... So you uh, managed to make you a cup of it, uh, and as you drink it, um, it seems to relax you as well. Oh. Um, not to the point of sleepiness, but right, right. it's as though that your cares have gone away. Anybody who drinks this tea will get this effect. Um, the others of you that eat breakfast, uh, are sitting around the table with your drink, with your food. Um, nobody else is in the bar or down here in, in this part of the bar yet. Uh, it's probably not open for other people, um, just for inhabitants of the inn to come down and, you know, to take breakfast without being the hustle and bustle of, you know, like a normal restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Gages is not, he's got a big old bowl of milk just lapping it up with his tongue. <laughs> uh, is there anything? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, Talon's looking quite refreshed. I'm not very perturbed, but she's nursing a, a noticeably cold bottle of wine. Just, you know, average morning drink. Um, and you say you have been drinking this all night? Uh, bits and pieces. Bits and pieces, okay. Um, so you all wake up and you, you're down here and you feel, uh, slightly different as though, you know, for instance, you may have leveled up somehow during your sleep. Um, y'all each have like a new, a new feeling about you, like something has changed. Um, Boy, I feel pretty refreshed. I feel a lot more stronger for some odd reason. <laughs> My axe will sing. Yes, yes, uh, I have a, I had a pretty... Leave the singing to me, my friend. I had a pretty good vow movement last night. movement. I thought that's what you said, but I wasn't sure. <laughs> Karintash is feeling pretty, pretty light this morning. Uh, like all the cares have gone away. I hope we don't get addicted to this tea, that would be bad. Is it a muscle accent? <laughs> That's what I was worried about. <laughs> uh, maybe it's just a good cup of tea. It, it does happen. It's not, it's not that... It's like that cup of coffee that you can't wait to drink, and you drink it, and you're like all amped up, and you drink it, and you're like, ah, oh, that's good. 
Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Um, it's not like you're waiting on that cup of coffee and it happens to be blueberry coffee and then you get all pissed off. It's uh, like I feel when I, ha- and I haven't had it for a while, have a cup of Death Wish. Yeah. Oh, God, that's my shit. That got me. Oh, I love nice. Death Wish. This podcast of Dungeons and Dragons from Night to the Barrel brought to you by Death Wish Coffee. <laughs> I had the, it, it is so good. It's been so long since I had it. Me too. Um, so what would you all like to do now? Uh, like I said, the young person that you all, I'd say young, I'd say roughly like 25 or so. Um, well, she's a lot younger than my 62, so. <laughs> um, the uh, young man is, the young man is probably 26, 27. She is probably 25. Um, he is still in the bar. And uh, walking around drinking a cup of coffee and sitting at a table by himself nursing a biscuit as though he hasn't had anything to eat in a while and he wants to make sure that it that it lasts. Um, I'm going to go outside and just chill out in the crisp morning air. Uh-huh. More so to keep watch, rather, than to, uh, I don't know, like, do other suspicious things. Okay. Um, I do need to go over this real quick before, um, for some strange reason, you all hear a voice come over in, inside your, inside your head, so to speak, kind of like it, um, a spirit. Uh, your your morning temperature will be a negative seventy two degrees with a wind chill making it feel like a negative ninety five degrees. So outside right now it does feel like it is um, minus ninety five. Uh, your lunchtime or afternoon temperature is a negative forty five degrees with a uh, excuse me, negative 46 degrees, making it feel like a negative 69 degrees. Your evening temperature will be negative, um, huh, negative 61 degrees with a wind chill causing it to feel like negative 84 degrees. Um, the winds will be anywhere from 31 to 35 miles per hour. And there is an 80% chance of snow. This voice needs to go away. I want the hot bugbear lady. Who Gates wants to go to a magic shop and buy a uh, winter outfit that's got builded heat and... <laughs> like the Harley Davidson uh, motorcycle jackets. Yeah. And pants. Oh man, I've always worn some of those. Just because it keep me warm. Uh, so, Talon has walked outside. The young man is sitting by himself. Uh, you other three are sitting at a table together. What would y'all wish to do now? Notice that uh, Talon hasn't really gotten dressed in any cold weather gear. It's just more so normal traveling clothes and armor, which is a little odd considering it's Icewind Dale. Okay. We would have seen Talarn leave, right? 
Yes. Bodar is going to look at the rest of the party at the table. How does she walk in that cold in those clothes? I think she wants to keep the cold, Obi. I just don't understand. If she's female, she's fucking crazy anyway. <laughs> you know that she was maybe out there. <laughs> That's like the like song of the boss. What about uh, what about Cream Tash? What is he doing? Cream Tash is listening to this nonsense while drinking some tea and trying to forget about what he heard. Ah. <laughs> uh, is there anything else that y'all wish to do in here? No. No. It's probably hit on the road to go find that guy before he gets too far away. So there's nothing else that you all want to do in here? No. Okay. Um... So do y'all get up and walk outside? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, Bodar lumbers up. I'm not going to tell you what you're missing. Paying for the, the meal? But that's your job. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, mean, I can't make you do certain things. I mean, there's a ways to, but... So there's that person. Who is used to just walking out? His, you know, he works. You know, he gets the food and stuff for performing there. So. Okay, I mean that, that's fine. Um, you can, we'll say that Flu Gages has walked out of the door, leaving Crim uh, Tash and Bodar inside, and now Talarn and Flu Gages are outside. Talarn. Um, Noticeably not wearing any cold weather gear. Uh, the only other person oh, in the bar you said was the guy seated by himself, right? Yes, the young man that you all accosted and um, got room and uh, worked for last night. Are we supposed to take him with him to... Where are we all going? Um, you two roll me a perception check. Alright. Grimtash got a 15. Uh, five. Strange enough, all you had to get was a frickin' one to notice this. Oh, <laughs> shit! <laughs> um, uh, Adrian, uh, Grimtash you will notice that he looks extremely tired and is eating his breakfast, his biscuit, but is eating it slowly as though he does not have very much energy. wonder what happened to him. I would like to have a conversation with this fella. Uh, um, do you want to walk over there to his table, or do you want to ask him to come over to yours? No, no, I would walk over. He doesn't seem to have that much energy left. I would go huh. and sit right next to him. 
That's what I said. <laughs> uh, you were describing yourself. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, you walk over and sit down. That wasn't Craig, was it? I bet you it was. Uh, take a look. One second. Craig uh, is on my shit list right now. Why does it only happen to our channel? <laughs> I don't know, but I do have it recording with the backup recorder. Um... Did he yes. not like the golden shower joke? Yes, perhaps. Probably not. I don't make more jokes about the double dragon, but no. I'll see if I can get him to join back. We are too rouchy for Craig. Um, I don't know. I think last time when this happened, like last... Now recording. There he is. Yes. Um, Nobody knights you from now on, Tucker. <laughs> um, you you sit down at the table and you notice him look up at you and his eyes are extremely red, as though he has had no sleep. Hmm. It seems that you did not had any time to rest, yes? Right. I... I earned my wages and managed to find out that they are heading to Bremen today. In fact, he looks out a window, are probably there right now, setting up their traveling shop. Hmm. I see. Hello, spirits. I have a question. Yes, my child. What is, um, if you could potentially perhaps uh, help Grimtash with the name of the person that we're supposed to find? Sephic. Sephic. Yes. yes. Thank you, spirit. S E P H E K. Thank you. So, in the. And we should be able to find Sevek in Bremen? Yes, he's, uh, he's never far away from Targos. And in this is rumor that I've heard that he is her bodyguard. And while business is open, he doesn't, he doesn't leave her side very often, if at all, but... At, at night time, whenever they close up, he's, he doesn't stay with them very often. So you're suggesting that perhaps a nighttime raid might be more convenient to our goals, yes? Uh, it would be whenever... If I was a warrior, it would be whatever I would go after him, but the, the strange thing is that he doesn't wear any cold weather clothing or, or anything like that, and the cold just doesn't seem to bother him at all. I, I don't know if the man sleeps. I don't know... What would be the best time to attack him would be, I would think, at night when he is by himself. 
Otherwise, he is around everyone else who may jump in to help. Hmm. Sounds like some strange magic might be at play. Uh, he, he shudders and says, it's very likely that there is. Very well, then. Well, you try to find the time to rest and try the gold dragon tea. It seems to help with the sleep. I will do that. And I'm really glad that you both paid me some attention. Those other two just seem to walk out and totally ignore me. <laughs> they are all into themselves. <laughs> Especially the bard. In the desert, it is of good custom to help the people that you find in the road or the sands. Ah, that is a good custom to to live by. But I wish we were in the sands now, warmer. He looks over to Bodar. I do have a question for you, though. Yes. Is it true that you had sex with that? Baby Yeti. No, I did not. I swear it. Oh, I wish not have this image in my mind. Exactly. I'm sorry, Mr. Cream Tush. <laughs> um, we're gonna cut to, uh... Uh, to Lauren I worked and very people. hard without push to talk being on to have Bodar pronounce his name correctly. Mr. Sour Cream. No, he did it right. Yeah, he did. We have a So I can't do it. Much easier. We. We cut the outside with uh, flu gauges and Talarn. Again, Talarn is not wearing any cold weather gear, and flu gauges, I assume, is going to be bundled up. Oh, yeah. Uh, what are you two doing outside? Well, Talarn's just enjoying the wine, and she uh, says the flu gauges. So. How did a pussy like yourself get all the way to ten tones? I mean, you said you're searching for a story, but there's got to be this story to your story. Well, well, you see, in my tribe, where I've come from, and... Oh, man, I forget where it's at. <laughs> he forgot his own story. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, from the village of litter. Fishies. <laughs> no, uh, it was, uh... Oh, dang it. <laughs> okay, take your time. The cold makes us all slow in the morning. <laughs> Come from my people, when we come of age, we are sent out on a voyage. Well, those who choose the path of the bard are 
the storyteller or sits out on a voice to seek out other stories and write upon them and go around spread around the world and bring them back to our people for our people we there's a very few of us that are adventurous type a lot of our kind prefer to stay you know in our homeland you know in our home quite little town you know where there's no harm to come to them but you know boy type of life you know what i mean oh yeah i understand yeah, how I ended up here, I got on a ship, uh, hired by a captain, and we sailed the seas, and we ended up towards up here, and a big blizzard set in, and the ship got trapped in ice, and we left the ship, and another blizzard come in, and I'm the sole survivor. And I happened to be blessed by the cat god and come upon this little quiet town here and I was taken in by Ma. Uh, using my talents, you know, to tell stories and tell sing a songs to pay for my room and board. So you're a survivor? Yes. A soul I survivor. And this code is fuck out there. It's not that bad. Look, you're just, it's all in your mind. You gotta let your skin breathe. Well, you know, I come from this tropical, you know, it's nice and warm. You know, don't get below 80 degrees. I think your uh, divine pussy up in the sky needs to give you some blessings then. <laughs> wow, well, he's kind of cool at times. <laughs> No, he's a cat. <laughs> it respects your ability to survive and your powerful magics and charming too. So. I um as you uh both continue uh continue having your conversation. The door opens up and out walks uh Crimtash and we'll say Durza walks out as well along with um Modar. Ah, uh, where's that Yeti fucker? <laughs> the line actually spits a bit of a wine out at this. <laughs> ah, yeah, this image. Why is everybody bringing it up? Mr. Cream and the Yeti Rapist. <laughs> I do not rape the Yeti. I believe it. It was really <laughs> there. You saw it. <laughs> I, I, it I was, was willing to me. It was screaming and hollering. Yeah. How do you use both of your trumps at the same time? Well, that was pretty impressive. I probably heard you sing. That's why I was screaming and hollering. <laughs> <laughs> well, as you do, better uh, the establishment. The uh, big fella and I had a conversation with our informant. He assures me that Sevek will be in Bremen today. Perhaps even there right now. And that we should perhaps plan for a night raid. But be careful. This man seems to be blessed by the winter. 
might think we have some prey to hunt them. <laughs> what was that one? I was saying I think we have some prey to hunt then. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Is my mic uh, volume decent? No, I just... I was looking up something and didn't catch it. I thought you said I'm afraid to hunt him. No. I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was going to say you're getting either old timers or you're getting a little too vulnerable. So. <laughs> I'm probably getting old timers too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is pronounced Alzheimer's. I'm getting old timers and all timers. Oh, rest in peace, man. Uh, but, so, um, what would y'all like to do now? You're outside of, uh, Ma's Tavern, the Three Flags Sailing. Um, the temperature is a very chilly, uh, I have to look back up at the temperature. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Uh, is there like a, a, a negative 95 ocean shop around here? Um, you may can find some uh, very generic ones. Because I know they have like, it's, I forgot what the potion is called, but it's like a, it's supposed to uh, help you uh, fight off the code. I can't remember the name of it now. Uh, um, if you can remember the name, I can look it up. Uh, Do you mean whiskey? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's like a potion and uh, D&D. Bourbon. Huh. Huh. I can look it up and see if I can find it. Um... But, I mean, yeah, they've had some very generic potions up here, unless you could find someone who can, uh, well, like an alchemist. They, they, they would kind of make them up here to help people deal with the code. Mm, they might could. We need a new party member that's an alchemist. <laughs> uh, let's see if I can find... And I am a bard of jack of all trades, you know. <laughs> I think it'd be neat if Food Gated just started out of desperation to <laughs> <laughs> try to make his own potions. Uh, <laughs> kind of funny. Potion of cold resistance? Yeah. Um, yeah, you. When you drink it, you gain resistance to cold damage for one hour. Can we just have that all the time? <laughs> um, yeah, it will cost you whatever it is times 24, so you have enough for 24 hours. You have magical items that do, it protects you from the code, though, too, but yeah, they cost a lot of money. I don't think if you all could afford either the potion or the clothing right now. We go in, well, we was, find the potion, we murder everybody in go, go to them and maybe shot up like a, you know, use like my charisma to talk them down or like really cheap or basically almost giving it to us. Um, so we have the silver tongue. 
Yeah, um, I mean, there's a, a shop that, like I said, has very basic potions. You could see if they have any of this potion. Let's see. Trying to see how much it, how much it is. So there's one that may have it. Oh. What do I call it? Potion of cold? Yeah. Cold resistance or something. Of cold resistance. Uh, Especially if we're going to do a night mission, we might really need it. It's really, really cold at night. Uh, I don't have a. Price. Oh. No price, so it's free. Steal it. <laughs> or make some sort of, like, ruse. Out of character, I'm thinking back to the time, uh, I think it was, I think, Kelton that turned into a rat, and him and Sumestra just yep. fucked up the movie. Yeah, it was, a, yeah. Well, this, this is my ideal, okay, I got invisibility, I'm gonna cast it on myself, get y'all kinds of distraction, or ask and see if, where, if they have it, and they, like, get them to like show you what it looks like while I'll be sitting there watching and try to sneak over there. <laughs> yeah, slide ahead in some way. Um, and then they have like 10 killer warforged guards that just pick us <laughs> apart. Um, I could like be acting like I want to speak to your manager. I am the Karen. <laughs> I was just going to say you're the Karen. You beat me to it. Um, I, I have a price in my head because I don't see a price okay. where I'm at. No, then. Resist. Resist Those versions tend to be kind of expensive. Though. And that's what I'm thinking. But it also, where I'm looking at, says that you could, depending on the location and the economy, some potions may be cheaper in certain locations. While this one because would be... It's, it's made by, like, wealth, some kind of wealth fat or something like that. It'd probably or be expensive shit in Icewind Dale, though, because... Well, and this is my thinking. While it may be useful up here, the economy here is not very good. So it would be more expensive. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to tell you something. Or if we say serif... Or Sephic? Sephic, yep. Had some business. And we know his location. Um, I don't know if between Mr. Cream, Bodar, and Talar. Well, see, I have a plus six to, uh, you know, actually, yeah, it's and a, stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. Say, you, DM. Uh, take him into the back room, do some business, yeah. and talk about it. Well, uh, something like that. Uh, that's what I was thinking, Agent. I appreciate you looking that up to make sure. Um, 
So, yeah, if you want to find somewhere, I do have a prize in my head. Um, I'm sure we don't have enough for it. I'm pretty sure you don't either. Pretty sure. I mean, I don't know y'all's goal right off the top of my head, but... Maybe we could make a proposition with them that if we shut this traveling place down to... I feel like, too, if the campaign wanted us to have that, it would have been in the book, though. I mean, I, I have no problem selling you one of those if you can afford it. Yeah. It would only last you for an hour, though. For an hour, yeah. Keep in mind, I did say that this traveling, like, this traveling Walmart, in other words, sells potions and poisons and things of that nature as well. Yeah. You say they kind of shitty though. They could be. I mean, <laughs> that's a risk that you take. Um, and don't forget that they uh, said that you know they will be like selling during the day and that they close up shop at night. Uh, we will say that. You all know that it'll take you roughly two hours to get there by foot. Yeah, yes. So you think you got more to try it or you just want to go on? I don't know, do with the potion of cold resistance. Yes, I will participate in any venture that you might undertake Bard that might benefit the party but if we managed to buy one then it would only benefit one of us for such a little amount of time um I would let it benefit each of you for 12 minutes or one of you for an hour <laughs> or if we did use the cold potion we could have someone staying out in the middle of the like in a snow pile and then we lower serve or civic and then ambush like we're just going to the town it's too much stuff okay so y'all want to travel on to the town you beamin yeah let me get there. Uh, 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 let's see, let's see. Oh, I'm trying to find that area. Oh, uh, <clears throat> okay, okay, okay. Uh, Um, you walk over towards, um, you know, you're heading towards Bremen. The wind is moderate for up here. It's about 33 miles per hour. Uh, the temperature feels like a negative 95 degrees. Uh, Adrian, roll me a D6, sir. Yes, yes, of course. That is a two. Okay, no problems then. Um, the first uh, 
30 minutes are uneventful. Um, we win, you know, seems to stay at a moderate uh, speed of, you know, 33 miles an hour. Um, you continue traveling on across uh, these lands here. It's cold by land. <laughs> and the, um, the cold seems to bother uh, the three or uh, the four of you, uh, there's included. And I'm going to need a constitution check here. Yeah, yes, of course. Um, who, who, who I have the button for. I have constitution by three, yes. Three for constitution, too. Wait, are we doing... Yeah, no, it's not just it's Never mind. Are we doing group or... Oh. That is up to y'all. Group does make it a lot quicker. Yeah, you go with the group. Yes, but who is going to be... Who is going to take the honor this time? I have plus four. What is everybody else? Yes, yeah, so then that would make a you, big fella. Yep. <laughs> oh, I know. Wow, 21. I, I know what we can do now. On this, we'll solve both problems. Uh, we will randomize it. We will, you know, turn around. Everybody can make a... Uh, Constitution check. Like this time it's Modar, next time it may be Flu. Okay. Um, yeah, that way we keep with the group check. It, it does speed it up a lot. Um, so you, the first hour, uh, no one seems uh, to be exhausted or getting tired. Uh, you're traveling across what is kind of like a wasteland. There are a few trees and some buildings. Um, but they are very sparsely located. Uh, you do see like smoke um, coming up out of chimneys, but it blows away quickly in the wind. Um, and you have roughly reached about your halfway point, and I'm going to get um, Michael. Roll me a D6, sir. I got you, boo. Uh, six. Okay, uneventful once again. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, the, the scenery really doesn't change. You are now beginning to start to see the beginnings of a different settlement, a, um, a different town. And from the descriptions that you all were told, it, um, Appears to be Bremen. Um, that's how I'm going to say the city name. Um, you see some outline buildings to begin with. Uh, nothing extremely special. Um, you first start seeing like docks uh, into the lake um, as you're coming in to Bremen. Um, <clears throat> you see like several little rowboats up there. Um, and, uh, Philip, roll me a d6. Well, that's roll a d6. Three. Uh, um, nothing happens again, so it's going to fall to Jesse to see. Oh, boy. <laughs> if y'all make it across without any incident. Alright, d6 um, again. Yeah. Uh, 
And uh, you, uh, you all continue walking um, without seeming to be getting somewhat closer together. Uh, you see a couple big ships out in the distance, um, even uh, through the snow, which has begin began to fall. Uh, what did you get? Three. Okay. Um, y'all managed to make it to Britain without any incident. Um, you know, uh, Adam. One of the docks, you uh, managed to see, you know, some people working on a on a little rowboat, and um, you all notice tracks in the snow. And as you begin to approach the city, uh, mostly like in the uh, like on the main street, like in the main courtyard of the city, you see a group set up uh, a group of three wagons, although one does not have any wares posted for sale. The other two have like what appears to be canopies up over uh, several boxes that are laid um, on top of tarps that are on top of the snow to protect them from the bottom, and the canopies are to protect them from the weather above. Uh, you see four humanoid males uh, walking around as like security so to speak um and you see a female dwarf uh you all notice that she is a shield dwarf derza would have told you this um standing there she looks kind of kind of grizzled um like a kind of like a woman of the world so to speak um, you notice 18 friendly uh, dogs that you know pull the sled. Um, let's see. Uh, on one of the on the sled that does not have any provisions for sale, you notice there are several bundles, and atop this uh, sled, attached to a uh, pole, is a is a black flag with a golden wolf's paw uh, as an emblem there. Um, at the back of the sled, there's a large um, bundle that seems to be wrapped up in a tarp. Um, let's see... Uh, the other two are set up, and there seems to be several people shopping, uh, looking at the different wares. And you all notice a man who is very well-groomed. He has no hair on his head or any facial hair. He is wearing a brown leather vest as well as brown leather pants and if you were to get close enough he would be wearing brown leather boots um he is not wearing any weather gear whatsoever and you can tell that the cold does not seem to be affecting him at all yes yes green dash agrees it's, it's so shiny, it's just, you know, the, the reflection of it's blinding. Uh, this man seems to be, like, looking over everyone, um, 
watching them, basically eyeing them like a security guard would to make sure they're not stealing anything. Um, out of character, can we say I've just performed the little ritual to bond to my scimitar and glaive? Like, uh, over the long rest? Ah. I will let you do it next short rest. I got you. To give you, to give you an hour, and, and it takes an hour to bond, right? Yep, just an hour. Uh, um... We will, because I think you have to be still while you do it. Um, but we can we can say that you took an hour before y'all actually left on your journey. That's what you were doing outside before flu gauges yeah. came outside, and we can say that you have bonded to your weapon there. Awesome. Um, that that makes sense to me. Um. So. Uh, like I said, you all notice this man standing here and the people looking in the different crates, picking up some things. You see some people picking up bottles of, uh, like, blue liquid. Um, you see some looking at furs and, and other items that uh, is for sale here. Are there any animals for sale? They, she might be willing to sell one or two of her wolves for the right price. But there are no other animals that are available for sale. You know... I think we should have kept the baby Yeti and you bonded with the baby Yeti in your pals. It would have been fun for Bodar night after night. (laughs) (laughs) Bodar did not have sex with the baby Yeti. Uh, oh, yes, she did. Why is it me and my characters and everyone? <laughs> uh, the bugbear. The only member of the group with a BA, my man. So, what what are y'all wanting to do? Are you wanting to watch? Do you want to approach the caravan to see what they have for sale um i would approach but we're gonna talk about the elephant out of the session so mm-hmm. you're talking about um, like creating a yes. like yeah. turning into an elephant yeah um yeah I would, and my basis for that is going to be an elephant in D&D, because um, I actually have one that you can ride as a mount. Um, that would be badass. Uh, it's going to be like the generic stat block that I'm thinking of. Uh, I'll work on that tomorrow. Um, I said, uh... <sighs> There's, there's several people, I'll say um, about a dozen people walking around, and you see that um, the man that you recognize is Sephic from the description that you were giving, 
It's not leaving the uh, dwarf's side that you recognize as being Targo's ice vein. Yeah, he's not more than 10 feet away from her side at any given point as you watch. He's got him whipped. Do what? He's got him whipped. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just sort of the cream dash. Uh, it's uh, on the same page as the party. I'm addressing the party. Who is it that we're supposed to drag out of this? Is it Savic? Yeah, I believe so. He's the uh, shiny bastard not leaving his woman. I see. Is the dwarf uh, pretty, we shall say? She's attractive in her own way. Bodar kind of looks over and looks back at the party. I can't see what he sees in her. I would definitely not be that close. Well, this is coming from a yeti fucker. The alarm cracks again at that. Odar rages and goes after <laughs> That would be um, hilarious. He just sees an elephant just go nuts at this, at this, uh, at this pussy. <laughs> I'm sure he's done that in the past. Uh, as you hear, um, Akon and Eminem smacking that all on the floor, smacking that. <laughs> uh, don't forget, then, this is something that I have told y'all, that he is her bodyguard. Wait, is she the bodyguard or is he the bodyguard? He is the bodyguard. Uh, okay. I thought, okay. So she's the one with the wolves, correct? Yes, these are her wolves. This is her caravan. Um, she uh, is the one that runs this whole uh, part. Of some of the are, well, it's all legal, but some of the stuff that she is selling is illegal. Uh, hey. Well, perhaps a little bit more information would be important before we decide what to do. Our mission was to grab Sefik, to get a confession out of him, and bring him to Ma down in Targus. So I'm thinking she's got security very tight, and if either one of you three want to go in for information, that probably wouldn't be a bad idea, like Mr. Cream said. I know his name now, it is Cream Tush. You're rolling the R too much. I think I'm supposed to call uh, Adrian. Odor rages and goes after fucking Talar now. (laughs) (laughs) You you hear a voice. It's like like in that um, Sherlock Holmes movie where like he imagines it all in his brain before he does it. (laughs) You not hear a voice in your in your head. He only has one rage left. Someone else. (laughs) I didn't actually rage. I just. Um, well, out of character. Mm-hmm. This is what I propose to the party we do. Um, Krimtash can go and talk to this lady under the pretense that he wants to buy some wolves. 
I could then use speak with animals to talk to the wolves in Druic so that nobody would actually understand me and get some information from the wolves. Well, why don't I do this? I cast the invisibility on you and you go and talk to the wolves when they won't know that you're talking to the wolves. <laughs> hmm? and Sorry, what? So you, you cast invisibility and while talking to you, to the wolves you're like No, I, so I could cast invisibility on you and you could walk over and talk to the wolves without them knowing you're there. Oh. To add to um, the effect, uh, Talarn and Bodar and the rest can just mingle with the guards and stuff just to get more of a distraction so you're not noticed. Yes, but wouldn't they hear me speak? Well, we can be allowed ourselves. With Bodo's luck, you'll probably knock over a stall or something. (laughs) (laughs) Can you whisper to him? The wind's kind of blowing out here pretty hard. (laughs) Thank God Bodo doesn't have to whisper. Thank God I don't have gas either. Yes. It'll happen. He'll have gas and knock over one of the stalls, and that'll make everybody... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, in that uh, that case, and yes, I would like to attempt this idea. Okay. Who goes pops over the caps and cast the visibility on him? Uh, Out of sight, way they don't, they don't see where he's. Uh, I'm trying to get to the. Where did you go? Modar looks very confused. I'm hunting some. But you wish the Yeti did that before you savaged a day, Bodar. <laughs> <laughs> I bet your bones would make a nice pop when I split them in half. <laughs> You're too clumsy to reach me, big guy. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh my god. I killed many of your kind. Krimdash. Krimdash is trying to save. But you can't see him. It's like, make sure that you don't kill each other before I come back. Remember, we were here. We're all there. You saw that I didn't fuck the Yeti. I did not confirm or deny whether you did or not. <laughs> you almost got it right there. <laughs> We don't know what you've done to the carcass of the Yeti while we were sleeping. Exactly. <laughs> I'm gonna kill all of you. <laughs> <laughs> I trust my own kind. Another thing. Hey, right with me, Ian. Rodor is a sad Luxodont now. Trump may be thick, but it isn't very dexterous. Okay, um, so, so, am I correct in saying that, um, Fugage's cast invisibility upon Krimtash, and Krimtash is walking over to the wolves to talk to them? Yeah. Okay, uh, so, and what are the other three of you doing? Just why, walk why? And, like to see what stick what type of bunch of base they have. They could, you know, like we're interested in 
Okay. Um. So while they are walking around looking at things, um, roll me a perception, everybody, uh, except for Crimtash. Um. Roll a d20. We'll see what they got. In fact, Adrian, uh, roll me a, a perception as well. But keep, okay, um, but keep your number hidden for right now, Adrian. Yes, yes, of course. Alright, I got a 10, and would any of the NPCs roll perception for Talon? Would they roll it for you? No, uh, for the feet. I'm trying to remember. I effect? Um, yes. Alright. Uh, DC 15 for the most part. You uh, said keep the number to ourselves? No, um, Adrian keep his to himself right now. Uh, I got a 13 on that one. Bodar um, is gonna see shit, he got a 6. I guess the NPCs, uh, don't notice anything particular then. Okay. Uh, they're probably, their eyes are probably frozen. Um, <laughs> um, Flu notices and, um, Talar notices the items for sale on the carts and, 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 and in the crates. There's some chopped wood, there's, um, some furs, some torches, um, some mining implements. There's, uh, some furs, uh, again, there's that big wrapped, um, bundle on the first sled that is near where the dogs are tied up. Um, you see some crates of, uh, vials of what appears to be some kind of liquid. There's, like, two or three different boxes of those. Uh, there's a couple camping supply things, you know, just your generic type of uh department store stuff except for the po- uh, the um vials of stuff that you are not sure what they are unless you look at them specifically uh the ball-headed man Sephic who is again a uh, very muscular build uh is watching the three of you with intensity and um Blue, you uh, notice that his eyes have um, traveled on to a um, elf male, and you notice a smile come across his face as his eyes seem to light up momentarily. And when you look back, the smile and the shine in his light is gone. Um, his head does jerk to the side as well, and he brings his head back, so it's like almost like a tick. Um, Adrian, uh, Krimtash, you are now over there talking to the wolves? Yes, I would like to, uh, cast, speak animals, speak with animals on one of the wolves. I would like to ascertain which one of these wolves is the pack leader for. Um, a large, uh, white furred wolf with 
gray markings in his coat. Yes, so I would like to cast a speak with animals of this wolf. Okay. Um, what are, what are you wanting to know? I would like to know if there is a time in which Sevek, the bodyguard, is away from his master. Uh, the wolf looks at you and is confused by the name. Krimtash says, the, the bald guy, the... Krimtash uh, says, I would like to know if the mate of your alpha is ever away from her. The wolf looks at you, cocks its head, and says, mate? What mate? Interesting. <laughs> then I would like to know if... Well, he can't really see me, can he? I suppose not. So I can't really point anywhere. Well, the wolf would like, uh, the cream touch would like to say, see where your alpha is? The person right next to her? Uh, he looks and there's nobody standing there. And now, for only a, uh, what was your perception? Uh, 15. You feel a hand on your shoulder. Uh, okay. I believe Krimtash has been caught. Um, I did roll with disadvantage due to you being invisible. Um, but what happens when you walk on snow? Ah, uh, yes, yes. How if you got snowshoes on it, don't. Uh, but they would still make some kind of impression, I would think. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, I would think so too, actually. And also that with the acting of the dog. I mean, I, I've never worn snowshoes, so I can't say for a fact if anybody has. But I would think they would still make some kind of... They would have to make some kind of impression. Yeah. Mr. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. It was good. I mean, if y'all, if y'all think I'm wrong, or I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, and I will go back on what I said. Um, if you're wrong, we all get one thousand gold to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and then you wake up and realize you're still at three flags sailing in. You've gone nowhere. You're still a level one. And there's a Yeti on top of your bleeding corpse. Yeah, fuck you then. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, honestly, I, I don't know about I think you're right, because it says invisible, but it doesn't mean, I don't think, that the footprints you leave would be invisible. Well, no, I, I mean, any footprints you leave, you would see. That's how I would. But I kind of see if you, like, like, snuck behind the stuff, like, Yes, but I, 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 I thought that the plan was that the party was going to distract the people before, you know, Yeah, we, the we were. Yeah. I thought that that was the plan. We can go with that. Bodar just runs into a stall of something and knocks. 
we'll say tools or something over on the ground. I um I'll hold him. Let's see. I'm sorry. I rolled again and got an 18 plus 5, that's 23. Um, you feel him jerk as his hand is still on your shoulder. But can he see me? He cannot see you. So how would he know where my shoulder is? Does Fugage see this? Uh, you can see this going on. We'll say that he is like feeling for where... You are. Yeah, he can see your foot. Um, he can see your foot footprints. How how far am I from him? Um, probably forty feet. Well, what you have in mind? I was going to cast touch to see if slapper on him. Okay. Um, read it to me. And then within 40 feet? I'm going to check. I'm going to check. 60 feet. I'll tell you that until I get that information that he is feeling through your shoulder because he can see where your feet were. As he's doing this, this is what I would like to do. Mm -hmm. I would like to then cast Animal Friendship on the Alpha Wolf. Mm -hmm. And convince the wolf to attack this person as I sleep away. <laughs> All right, I like this. Well, do that one. <laughs> well, if you want to do that, then what's the thing you can do it that way? So, uh, I, um, so I cast Animal Friendship, uh, let's see how this works. Uh, does the wolf has intelligence that is higher than four? Um, we'll say that, um, no. I mean, it does, but I like where you're going with this, so we'll roll with this. I would need still a, um... Wisdom saving throw of 14 for this uh -huh. to work. Uh, you said 14? Yes. Uh, I got a 13. Yes, so I tell, I tell the, I charm the wolf and I whisper to him <laughs> as I'm trying to like, uh, dance away this man's hand with like, Hey, he's fucking the Alpha. He's fucking the Alpha really hard. You need to bite him. You need to bite him, otherwise he's just gonna keep fucking the Alpha all the time. Yes, yes. Uh, and the wolf answers back, My Alpha? Yes, your Alpha's getting fucked by this bold person. The, the dog growls and <laughs> I'll let you roll me in the tag roll with the wolf. <laughs> what should I roll? <laughs> um, roll me a d20, uh... Oh, fuck. I didn't expect Cream Tash to be this, so. Uh... <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 oh, no, 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 I can't, I can't, I can't. Oh, okay, okay. 220, there. Uh, uh, that's a nine. <laughs> <laughs> the, the wolf lunges at Sephic, and he goes, What the hell? 
Alright, these fucking dogs. And he, go ahead. Crypto just, 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 just basically crawls away in this now. <laughs> like he just walks away. Cephic <laughs> <laughs> spins out of the way of the wolf's attack. Um, and swipes at the wolf and, and, and pushes it. And pushes the wolf away. Sit down, you dumbass dog. And then as I do that, I want to find a, a, a rock, perhaps nearby. And then I would like to cast uh, Produce Flame around the the snow around the... No, actually, that wouldn't work. That's not, that's not... I would like to find a rock and then kind of clean the snow at some point and then just hide behind that rock. <laughs> uh, um, does it need to be a rock or can we say like a... It could be anything. Uh, what about her sled with all of her provisions on it? Uh... Wouldn't he look around though? You're still invisible, but yes. he may look. He would have to look again to see if he can see your footprints. Yes, let's 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 do that. Yes. Uh, let me. You know, what the hell is going on? I feel like Cream Tash was channeling Nicholas with that. Sounds like some Nicholas fucker. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and, uh, he will not see your footprints this time. Uh, so... Uh, thank you for not seeing that. Appreciate it. <laughs> uh, so we're saying that you are now hiding behind the, uh, sled with her, like, her provisions and all on it. And we're saying that you are... Are you ducking down, or are you standing straight up? Oh, I uh, will be ducking down. Okay. Extremely scared uh, for my life. <laughs> uh, um, you can still hear him growling and kicking at the dog, although he is missing whenever he kicks. You can see him getting more and more upset. Uh, you're ducking down behind a uh, brown tarp that uh, has a very very large item inside of it. I would like to inspect uh, this item. Does, um... Kuge just see the... the little dwarf? Yes. Um, she's out there in the open, like, walking around and watching over the people as well. He, he walks over there, too. You let your man kick your... your wolves that way? Is it the cruelty to animals? <laughs> oh my god. She looks at you back the fuck off. Oh shit. I guess you don't care about She's your dogs. <laughs> He's not my mate. And if I you don't say back... he's your mate. You said close. man. Yeah, you uh, your man, as far as like your yeah, I mean like you know your hired hireling or something. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you because y'all were talking about her and him like getting it on. I thought you were doing like the like the whole him and her having sex together thing. No, because uh, he, I mean, Fugazi would know what uh, he said to to the wolves. This is true. This is true. Um, she looks at you and says, um, 
whether he kicks my dogs or not, I can replace them. He cannot be replaced. And like I said, back the fuck off. Oh, do I want to kill her? <laughs> and she stares. Okay, 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 okay. You're cranky little bitch, ain't you? I'm just trying to help you. Your your dudes over there being mean to your sled dogs. This is it's kind of oh. cool. Fuck, we're See, right now. The person speaking some shoes right there. Fuck, we died. I'm part of the animal cruelty. Of, you know, authorities around here. Kamikaze fugaze. Fuck. She pulls out a knife and a thousand goats. She pulls out a knife and looks at you when they're about to call me and arrest me for cruelty to animals. Because if you don't back the fuck up, I'm gonna take your skin and wear it as my fucking coat. Did the guards horse hear this? The guards are walking around and looking, but they have heard her do things like this before. And uh, she's just staring at Flu. It's best if you leave. If you don't leave, that man, as you called him, will be over here. And he has a tendency to do things that are unpleasant at best. Yeah, I, you see my elephant friend over there. He fucks yuckies. I... That's true. the <laughs> Yeti. do everything in his power to look like he doesn't know Flugate. She smiles and says, "I, but I've skinned the Yeti alive. I can show you the the coat if you wish." It was basically the same thing. Look at the size of his trunk. I mean, <laughs> more. Yeah, it was as, as they're doing that, Green Tash would like to take a look, a quick look at the item and then just uh, jet, uh, get the, the fuck out of The thing in the tarp. Yes. Um, roaming investigation and or a sleight of hand to see whichever one's higher for you, and I'll go with that one to see if you can get into it without making any noise. I got a 14 sleight of hand. I, um, as you lift up, go ahead. Are you going to tell Okay. As you lift up the tarp, you see a brown-haired half-elf male with a ice shard stuck deep into his heart. He is obviously dead and is frozen solid. Can I, can, I, can I remove the ice shard? You can try, but you're going to have to roll me another sleight of hand to do it. And it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Uh, let's, just, let's, just, uh, let's just not do that then. Okay. Uh, so that's our evidence yeah, on the... It heads up above getting a, you know, it's going to last an hour or so. <laughs> Uh, shit, shit, shit. Uh, hey, 
Fugazi's like, hey, you know, I was going to come tell you a secret I knew about, about this hidden ship. It's got a bunch of treasures on it. But she's such a, you know, cranky little Sheila. I guess I take my uh, business elsewhere. Okay, I'm sorry, walking is- away. I would like to catch the fuck up at level 3. Out of, out of, out of character. This is what I would like to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, so all we need is the evidence, right? Or what mm-hmm. we need him. Technically. We pull out our cell phones and take pictures. <laughs> no, no, okay. Is there, is there, is, is there a tent around me? Like uh, a cloth tent? No, because these are wag- or not wagons. Um, what's the word? Slids. Did they take the, some of the things off of them, set it out onto a tarp, and raise a canopy up over the slids and the um, crates that are sitting on top of the tarps that are in front of the slids? Okay, I would like to set that shit on fire and then just take the reins of the sled and then just like peace out, just like yeah, and then just get the fuck out of there with the evidence and the dogs. That's what I would like to do. <laughs> okay, so, so you're going to try to control the dogs and pull the sled yourself? Is it? Yeah, like is that like would the dogs let me or is that like they only listen to this lady that's what i'm asking out of out of character um, it's a crazy fucking idea but you might could convince the lead sled dog um to pull the sled but you will have to hook them up to the sled okay so they're on hook okay now remember yeah never mind. um yeah. And you, the sled will be lighter. Oh no, this is her sled. Um, yeah, this one is fully loaded, so you will have to match a strength check. No. Oh, I will let you do an uh, athletics check if that's higher than a straight up strength for you. Nah. Uh, there would be higher, but still, it's um. Hmm. You, because mm, Modar is not invisible. How much longer do I have in that invisibility? Uh, I'll say 30 minutes. Okay, okay. Um, well, what if, can I set something close to the lady on fire so that like, my ideas distracted them and then just be like, hey fuckers, there's the evidence here. And I just take it out and just run with the, with the corpse of the gnome, I guess. Um, he is a half elf. Uh, you can take, take a oh, get, behind, get behind it, lift the body up like it's a zombie and the zombie gets up and starts walking away. We can deburnish that shit if anybody gets what I mean. Oh yeah, I love that movie. Um, and he was actually a real <laughs> actor who played Bernie. It wasn't like a doll or anything. Um, you can actually set part of her clothing on fire if you wish. Hmm. Um, you can set anything that's flammable on fire. <laughs> what does the party think? <laughs> 
Look, look, if, if you're going to set the fire in under the evidence, then Lauren is going to go after her prey. Uh, in the confusion. Oh, shit, okay. If we're going guns blazing. I don't know, I don't know. Are we, like, I mean, we can start some shit. I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out myself. So we would have six armed hostiles and a crowd of peasants. Wait a minute. Can't. Does Flute Gauge or anybody here have disguised self? Mm. I don't. Uh-oh. I do have a shit ton of firepower, though. Like. Mm. Like, I, I could cause some damage. <laughs> I do have well, costumes I can change into, but it's not. But, um. <laughs> <laughs> just with the fake mustache. Oh my god! Mm, hello, Santa. <laughs> 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 I like it. I still like them little eyeglasses <laughs> with the mustache and pants. Well, see, oh, I, do, I do have that new feat called Silver Tongue. You know, I can, you know. It gives me. Any type of uh, any type of uh, bluff or anything like that, I get to add my charisma to it. Mm-hmm. So okay, but yeah, hold on, hold on a second. So like, if we, so we still need the dude though, because I remember that if we don't take the dude, we're not gonna get paid. We like, have to take him back and make him confess to it. Fuck. Okay. So I can't really kill the motherfucker. We just have to knock him out. <laughs> Put them in the sled. Let's go. <laughs> if, uh, all right, I'm done with that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm a man in the DM. <laughs> I just, I just find the idea of like us in the fucking. Get him away. We get away from her. I can cast her in person. Only if we can find a way to get back quicker. <laughs> I think John person will last with him. Or an hour. In that time, we would have like the advantage to just knock that dude out. We I mean, could. I mean, if we set the entire market on fire, <laughs> then um, this will help y'all out. There are like um, flasks of oil that she is selling as well. You know, like your normal stuff and torches for lanterns and things like that. She does have stuff like that in her inventory to sell. Does he have, like, what kind of weapon does he have? <clears throat> Is it a sword, an axe? Is it metal? <clears throat> does he have a metal? Like, oh, actually, he doesn't have any armor. So, but he has to, yeah, he has to have a weapon. Unless um, he's like fucking. I'm reading it now. And then he's a mage, and then we're fucked. Um, he he has uh, two weapons. Okay. It's probably like one range, one melee. Um. Does is the dwarf wearing any metal armor? No. <laughs> Uh, 
I mean, I, 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 we could just like walk away and then come back. Wait, that's fine. <laughs> but, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to waste the, you know. <laughs> I mean, Chris, Chris just can't just like fucking run. He's just like fuck it, bye. I love, I love knowing what I know. Ah uh, shit. Um, Andrew, roll me a d twenty. Uh, I'm going to see if you got a good look at his. Roll it with advantage because he did get up behind you. No, I got a ten, man. Um, you notice that his weapon is blue. Yeah, shit ain't gonna work either. That motherfucker is made out of... I mean... Uh, fuck. If you want, Talarn has reach, and she has good movement, and is good on acrobatics and athletics, she could track this man down. Right, but like the problem is fighting that guy and then like fighting the dwarf, which looks pretty kick ass, plus like the fucking wolves, which you're probably gonna be like, yo. And yeah. what whoever other asshole. But are just like pick Sheila up. <laughs> I can just cast levitate on her. <laughs> You'll be raised to eye height instead of just the dick height. No, twenty foot, twenty feet. Raise it twenty feet up in there, and then cut it off and let her drop. So okay. No, because once the spell ends, they they float back down. So would remove. I was going to so use it to like levitate like something because you said you could levitate anything like five hundred pounds. I was going to use it, set up, like, levitate up something like 500 pounds of somebody's head and get him to come towards me and just let go of the spell and drop it on the, on the head, but it says it floats down like a feather, so... Mm. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Are you willingly cut it off and just end it? Like, if someone goes unconscious, or...? Yeah, uh, it will feel... Unconscious or time. Yeah, it will still float down, though, I think. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh, in the description, it says it'll still float down. But if we distract her, right, okay, so the other thing that I can do is I have my... She's already distracted with me right now, so... But she's distracted enough to, like, hit this guy in the back of the head. I guess I could also try to do that. I'm invisible, but I'm not, like, I, I, I'm not... Once like, you attack, though, once you attack, you become invisible. Mm-hmm. Right, but I mean, if you're distracting her, can like Talarn, which is she's like the warrior of the group, like I don't know, go up and like and try to like subdue the dude, and then Wait, we just seduce like, or subdue, subdue, subdue. Okay. okay. <laughs> if not, if not, I would send, I would send, uh, I would say, uh, uh, Flugages would do it. Or, well, I have a ten foot reach. Hey, he, I will tell you that he will be approaching um, Targos because that's his boss and his job is to protect her. So he will be coming to her as quickly as he can because he will feel that uh, Flu is threatening her. 
Bogart offense to you saying that Talarn is the warrior of the group? <laughs> I mean, you here. Talarn I mean, is the nimble one. Bogart. Very is true. The, very, very true. Like, uh, yeah, you'd like to tank. I mean, I'm just a distraction. That's all my career really is just distraction. But she's good uh, at that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Pussy's good at that. Oh, I also have my familiar, my, uh, well, it's whatever, what's it called? Wildfire Spirit, which I could, you know, cast in and control up to how many feet away is this? The easiest solution is probably just disengaging and waiting till nighttime, but I want to make this work. Yeah, probably will be, though. I feel like, yeah, I feel like I want to just, like, leave. That would be, like, the... the <laughs> That would be like the logical fucking normal thing to do. But, <laughs> but you know, well, you know, come up to the dwarf to, to get their attention where you can escape. But I, be able to find out, you know. But I, I feel like now we have a reputation that we need to uphold as. <laughs> Doing crazy. We're, we're, we're a new party now. We're new characters. Maybe I ever done this hard logical thing though. In in character, Talarn would be more cautious and want to stalk her prey from the, from the night. Okay, you know what? Let's just let's just play. Let's just play it safe. So, okay, so all right, going back to character over here. So Grimdash would take note of the evidence that found. He would like to quietly just sneak away as okay. unnoticed as he can. Okay, uh, uh, he will be unnoticed. Uh, um, because, like I said, you are still invisible, and he is on this on the other side of the sled, so he would not see the footprints over there at all. And considering that he got a three plus five, he would not see them anyway. If he was standing on top of him. Um, would like to would like to move away from from the from the market and wait for the party. Let's just say that we had a, a waiting location. Okay. Away away from Sheila. Away from Sheila. Um as uh, as you do this, um Taurus is still yelling are growling at the uh, flu gauges and Sephit walks up and get and gets right in Flu's face. Do we have a problem? Oh yeah, your breath is so offensive, mate. Oh, oh bro. Oh, no. He pulls out an ice dagger and holds it to your throat. I suggest that you leave now. Talarn is con- considering rescinding her uh, comment about respecting Flugage's ability to survive. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, nobody asked you to come over here anyway. I was just talking to this little lass here about a hitting. Do you want to die? She want to be so rude. <laughs> so I'm taking my business elsewhere anyway. And it's got a bunch of na- it's got a bunch of, of things on it, but yeah, you guys got to be totally asses here. 
So I took my business elsewhere. Richard. He's he's looking to be a freaking vegan. Please don't mind him, please. <laughs> he, he looks at you with uh gray dead eyes. If he is a friend of yours, then I suggest that you take him and leave. Associate by circumstance, please. I don't give a damn what he is to you. But if he's going to cause trouble, I am here to protect her. So if you want his life spared, I would say get him. And he looks at flew the fuck out of here before I make so slippers. He turned his back to him and started walking off. <laughs> Do you mind compensate their friend? Because you're acting mighty protective of that wee little pussy right there. And she'll just turn away and walk away. He kind of smirks at your back and rubs the blade of his ice knife or ice dagger with his thumb as though he is uh, marking you especially for something later on. And as Fugate just walks away, he can cast uh, Levitate on his ass. So oh my god. Up oh my god. As this That's... is all going on, you hear a rumble, I did not fuck a Yeti! <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Is Grimtish aware of any of this shit? Or is um, <laughs> Like, we'll say, say that if you want to see it, you can see it. Uh, so you cast, <laughs> you cast levitate, correct? Oh, yeah. fucking oh. Um, I don't even understand. He's walking away very quickly now. <laughs> yeah, I still want to leave him and just walk back to the fucking <laughs> and. Uh, um, you use that in an attack roll, tell me, roll me a d20. Holy shit, this is happening. Okay. <laughs> okay, well, it's an attack roll, it's just a common, it's a will save, or, um... A wisdom save? Yeah. Bodar right, so walks back to the end and says, fuck this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't send Philip and, and me into anything again. <laughs> oh, damn it, you're there, that's right. He, he doesn't leave. Krimtash <laughs> is... Krimtash is now, you know, kind of hooded. Uh, let's just say that he's not invisible anymore. And he's just kind of like walking through the market, like, close by, listening to what's happening. And then he's just like, into himself, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's stay up to it. <clears throat> you, you see Bodar near your. What the hell is he doing? No, I'm ignoring you all. I'm not. Bodar, you didn't do anything. What the fuck? I am. I am watching from afar. This shit because no, I'm, I don't know. No, sir. No, you stay over there with your crazy pussy. And <laughs> Which one are you referring to? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell which save I need to make. <laughs> the hairy oh, one or the... Uh... 
Oh, the, the Dorvin one, the Sheila. Which one? Oh, wait, uh, we got the the hairy one, the short one, or the uh, mean looking one. <laughs> the no hair one, the ball pussy. <laughs> so, uh, oh no, no. no. Oh, I take that back. I cast Crown of Madness on it, on the dwarf. <laughs> on oh the dwarf? Holy yes. shit. Oh. Okay. Levitate was fine. <laughs> okay. Um. We're, we're about to die. <laughs> we're about to fucking die, guys. Shit. Uh, I will ask you, the, are you sure you want to cast no. Okay. Give me this second. We need to Dr. Phil, do a D&D version of Dr. Phil with Phil and see what the fuck's going on. Um, Look, H's, if we should... Read to me what it does while I'm uh, looking up this. It's going to be a hell of a story. Krintash is looking at this, like pretending to be one of the uh, customers of the market and being like, oh, this does not look good. Come on, pull up. Spirits, what have you brought yeah, me here? I also, for? like I said, I, I get I get get thirty feet away from them because I'm walking away as I'm casting this on her. Bodar pulls so out it's, his it's up to a hundred foot mournful tune. What mm-hmm. my choice? What instrument does I Bodar see? Have? Uh, <laughs> But if you have your, if you have your back to them, I didn't say I was walking away. I mean, I tur- I'm still walking, and I just start walking away backwards. Oh, oh you hadn't told me you had already turned your back. <laughs> well, after he turns back, he goes after her. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm trying to save y'all. I have to, I have to make a wisdom statement for you. <laughs> Uh, uh, if, if, if you fail, if you fail, she becomes charmed by me, and I highly doubt she'll fail. So, Cardo Mark, so you 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 basically gonna make her attack the dude? Is that like yeah, uh huh? Because she attacks the next the next creature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Holy so, fuck! Whoever my command. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, it's not a terrible idea. <laughs> Holy shit! Someone's done her bit to save vegetarian. Um, I'm sorry. No, no, it's actually not a bad idea because she. I mean, if if you manage to do that, then the yeah. wolves will not attack us. Yeah. But. Oh man. Oh fuck! I hope this would have been avoided if we just walked away and waited until dark. <laughs> <clears throat> we yeah. in a party. Yeah, if he fell, a crown appears on their head and becomes madness, and it glows in their eyes. Like I said, it pretty much—they're charmed by me, and I can get them to take uh, the cut. They cannot move. Their first, they have to take a, a attack action within. It's got me within somebody within their attack range. To to my choice, of who they want to attack. I feel like this music is announcing that Richard's going to say she passed. Yep. Uh, I have to make a what a wisdom save. 
Come on. I think I'm gonna start playing Goodbye Horses. Goodbye Horses. Come on. That's the song that plays on Boat Horse. Or it's, it's uh, Hello Darkness, my old friend. <laughs> Hello Darkness, my old friend. That's what he's playing on his flute. That's the wisdom saving throw. Wisdom. Yeah. Oh, please, please let her know be super wise. She's, she's, she's a dwarf. She can't be super wise. <laughs> Don't you stereotype. <laughs> Yeah. There was Amit. There was Amit. Oh. He wasn't wise. He was blessed by Barden. He's full of shit. <laughs> 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 You're going after her, correct? Yes, uh-huh. <clears throat> okay. Let me <laughs> I'm waiting in my cold cell when the bells begin to shout. <laughs> yeah. I think wisdom got, I think, for me, okay. it's got to come like a 14, I think. Um, so she gets a 7. She fails. So tell me what you do. So suddenly, uh... Like I said, it's the crown comes over it, the globe comes in her eyes, and um, on her action, um, pretty much I tell her to attack him. <clears throat> okay, um, so we will roll for initiative then. Um, I like to roll a d20. I'm going to ask, are you three joining in the battle, or are y'all letting Philip go by himself? I got an 18. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Can I hang out sort of on the edge? Uh, not in initiative, but uh, what I'm looking to do is see if I can't nab Sephic. Um, you will have to roll for initiative then. Alright, guys, because I'm not because, trying to see because, how really hostile or. But. Because with him going to be attacked by. Um. Flu, he will need to be in initiative as well. Uh, yeah, I'll roll. Oh. Can I, can I, I mean, he's getting attacked by her. <laughs> right, but that means you have to be in initiative, which means you're calling her to attack him, which means they both need to be in initiative. Um, and Talarn wants to try to grab him, which mean, means she needs to be in initiative. Okay. Can I... Like roll for initiative, but again, I don't. I don't want. Like I'm. I'm looking at this, and again, I'm. I, I just so I can participate, but I don't want to be like I'm. Because he doesn't know who I am. He hasn't seen me with the party. Right. We'll say um, everybody roll for initiative. If you want to pass your turn, okay. you can. Okay. Look. Okay. Well, that's that's a terrible roll. Five. God damn it! <laughs> Rolling back. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, man. Can you, can, can Buller just start, like, yelling, like, yeah, fine, and then, I'm a, I'm a jetty fucker, and then we just run away. <laughs> and I got a nine. Oh, I'd rather fuck a yeti than be in a party with him and he'll point towards the bard. Or maybe you can get behind one of the dogs and be like, I'm gonna fuck this dog! <laughs> right in front of everyone! I have a very special city. <laughs> so, Blue, you got a what? His trunk turns it like into a. <laughs> Like get a head tie. Oh, yeah. um, Adrian, you got a what? I got a five. Oh God! Now I'm thinking about him having a drunk bitch changes into a penis. Hope oh, Katie doesn't listen to this, Jesse. No, she. Won't. <laughs> uh, Michael, what did Talon get? Uh, nineteen. <laughs> Uh, Fuckers drove me to it. Um, but are you joining in? Uh, you said I had a roll anyway, right? Yeah. Nine. I just want to know where to put you at. Yep, I got a nine. <sighs> um, by <laughs> <Die of> resignation. <laughs> yeah. Um. So. And I don't um, fucking agree either. Good for will get the first attack since it's a surprise and he is casting the crown of madness. Um, I mean, music five. is so fitting. <laughs> oh, where, where, okay, there it is. It's like we're waltzing around the battlefield. <laughs> okay. Um. One, two, three. <laughs> Okay, so does it cause damage or does it just make her attack him? It makes her attack him. Uh, okay. She, correct me if I'm wrong, she has to make an attack roll? Yeah. Uh, 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 let me see. Uh, I'm hunting her. I'm hunting her attack. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. Okay, attack number one will miss. Um. Attack number two will hit. Um, um somebody roll me one D six. Uh four. Four? Okay, so Sorry, I was on the dice roller, so I just did it. That's fine. 
That's all she does is a D6. Attack number three. Uh, wait a minute, three attacks? Three attacks? Uh huh. <laughs> uh, attack number three hits. So, somebody roll me a d6. Uh, four. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Hello, death, my old friend. Softly speaking. Okay. Odar is abstaining. Come on, it is your turn. We are so far. Okay, so what does Talarn see in the lay of the land? Um, she sees the dwarf uh, female attacking Sephic and you see Flu having cast this spell as he stares at her. It's a concentration spell, correct? Yes. Okay. Alright. What are the four guards doing? Um, just shot at this moment in time. And are there any people, like the people that were coming to buy stuff, are they around Sephic? Yeah, uh, they're scattered throughout this little area here. Right. Um, what I'm wanting to do is, do they see me as a combatant or as just part of the crowd? Uh, right now they're still in shock, so they don't see you as either. Hmm. Can we say that... Lord, I'm trying to think of an in-character reason for Talarn to have just suddenly realized the ability she can pop up, but... Uh, eight foot blade out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> flags are like, oh, I, I can do this now. Bam. No. Um, She's got it hidden in her secret pocket. <laughs> Nature's pocket. <laughs> Nature's wallet. Man <laughs> yeah. born oven. <laughs> Uh, fucking hell. <laughs> That's where y'all are gonna go. Philip's getting y'all into another one. <laughs> uh, I'd like to move, um, more so behind Sephic. Maybe near some of the people or the sleds, just out of the way, kind of out of mind, out of sight but still within my move distance on my next turn. <laughs> and um, as an action, or do you, what do you want me to roll just to prepare my crossbow, like kind of inconspicuously um, amidst the confusion? Um, we can say that you just loaded it. All right, so mm. I'll have a loaded crossbow. Um and within clonking distance of them. With okay. So, 
that's it. Just kind of staying out of the fray, waiting for an opportune time. Um, I think it's Philip that's next, or yep. maybe just yep. Godspeed, Fluke. Yep. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. Cast invisibility uh, in full action retreat. <laughs> so that means your cloud of daggers. I got a cloud of daggers. Oh, I don't know. Kind of madness. Yeah. Um, oh, kind of madness goes away then, correct? Yeah. Okay. What the fuck? He just left the large. <laughs> he, he, he just left y'all. It was a distraction. I told you my character ain't nothing about distraction, y'all. What the fuck? How did it serve anybody? <laughs> the Lord! It's just nothing! Oh, fuck! What the Lord? I'm sorry. It's the Lord! Sethic turns to as his wounds heal. And he looks at her and she goes, What? What? She, but, but she don't wake up until her next go turn. Okay. Um, you just cast invisibility, correct? Huh? You just cast invisibility, yeah. correct? Uh-huh. So you can't. I thought it holds. Uh, I thought it holds all the way until the next turn before this just is after. It is her turn. Okay. He has a point. <laughs> <laughs> it will be her next turn. <laughs> I mean, this is our first turn, and wouldn't it go away at that point in time? I would think if you move away, you would break concentration on the spell. Uh, that's what I'm thinking. Because you break concentration to cast invisibility, so it would go away. I don't know. 3.5, even once you break concentration, uh-huh. it still lasts until that next person, until uh-huh. your next go round, until the next person go round until they come up to it. Who's next go round? Your next go round or her? Her next go round. Her next go round. Well, she comes right after you. Alright, hold on. So here we know. Charm target must use his action before Okay. I don't know how the rules doing this one, sir. Hold on. That's what I'm saying, because her, her turn is right after you. Well, yeah. I can see where he's coming from if she attacked first. Maybe she used her turn. I mean, look. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what my, my, my saying was it went there. It went um, her. Look, here's the description of this book. Uh, so... It says, on subsequent turns, you must use your action to maintain control over the target, or the spell ends. Also, the target can make a wisdom saving throw at the end yeah. of each turn. On so, success, if you walk... So, so. Oh, sorry. So, so yeah. Like, if you walk away, yeah. though, it breaks the concentration, is how I understand it. Yeah, like you, you, you actively... So, basically, you, you actively using a an action to maintain control so you can't even like attack if you attack then you you lose control of the of the crown of madness but yeah could you walk away mm-hmm. and maintain but you're using an action to cast 
Invisibility. Invisibility. Yes, yes, yeah. never mind. Yeah. Unless you try to say that's a bonus action, but I don't know how that would work. Yeah. So if you have like multiple actions, I guess, but yeah. I feel like you can only cast one spell on a turn too. You can cast a cantrip, I believe. Okay. So the crowd of madness is gone, correct? Yeah. Okay. Talarn, it was a pleasure knowing you. That's great. Um, a, a character. A, I love you. He will turn to uh, Targos and be like, or Targos, excuse me, what are you doing? This is not the agreement that we had. This is not the way. This <laughs> <laughs> is not, not a way in the ice force. <laughs> ouch, ouch, babe. Why you hit me? And, um, Talon, you will notice his wounds healing, and he looks up and sees you there with your crossbow. I'm trying to be inconspicuous about it. <laughs> oh, you said you were inconspicuously readying your crossbow, so I don't think yeah, it would make having, it... having it loaded. That wouldn't make it look out. like you were threatening in any way, is how I would... You aim it at the cat. You should have narrowed. You should have narrowed the device and was like, "Yeah, don't don't ever come back, you fucker." That's right. Come on, my God! In the direction of the flu gauge. Just like stay away, you pussy. Just loosen the bolt in his direction. And then just turn and talk to to Civic and be like, "No worry, man, I got your back, boo." Got your back. Boo. <laughs> As he looks up, looks over to you, what do you do with your crossbow? Fuck shoot in his direction, just shoot Philip. <laughs> <laughs> he went invisible. Okay, do you know where he's at? <laughs> I have two, or I guess one question, Richard. Mm-hmm. With the feet have any play into this like would yes it would you would get the sense of where things are at if you take the time to ask that's cryptic as hell man I'm blonde I can't decipher that <laughs> <laughs> come on help me no <laughs> with a Sephic recognize and roll me roll me a D twenty. So I get I get the distraction of Sepic, whatever fuck, but you just left Delorn there. I don't I, I don't I don't I just don't get it. I'm very confused. Uh <laughs> for to learn. Um, you know where Flu is within five feet. Shot through the hole. <laughs> um, God, Philip, was... would you mind if I tried to harm your character in a non-fatal way? It don't matter to me. Do what you use your character, man. <laughs> okay, oh, man. Um, <laughs> Should have raised like earlier. <laughs> I'd like to, I swear I'm loyal to the party. I'm not trying to. Um, 
Cream well, we did almost <laughs> kick you out, so I, I, I think the party would understand. Cream Tash is looking at this very confused. <laughs> sure, I'll what? make an attack roll. I don't know how it'll do against Flugage, but I'll loose a bolt in his direction as best as I can then. Okay. Uh, roll your d20 for attack. Okay. Bro dice. 28, that hits. I'm... <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> I'm just messing. Yeah. Oh, shit. I had, I, this is not what I expected. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, me either. Um, there's a, a, a T on the braille die, which is a J. That's a at 20. Oh, shit. <laughs> so that is max damage plus you roll again. I'll survive it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, do you, one of you guys want to roll the other D8? Alright, I got it. Do you add any damage modifiers? It is. Yeah, shot, shot, or. Uh, so, what's that? Just to be it, because I can't remember the other mod. It's not strength, and I don't think it's dexterity either. <laughs> it may not. He would crossbow, but. Yeah, I don't think it's so either. I think you're right. Strength, strength is with bow. Yeah, or with, um, like swords or. Yeah. Like rapiers and daggers can be finesse. So it's an automatic eight damage. What's the other D eight? One. All right. One. So nine total damage. Yeah. I'm, I'm um. And as the air bolt hits you, you become visible again. Um. Where do you shoot? Oh. Um. Very much a non-lethal place. I'm aiming for maybe just. <laughs> I don't want to hinder his legs. So. He left you to die. Yeah. <laughs> he was called an infection. Yes, but he also left you to die. A horrible and painful death. Well, Philip, do you want to roll me a d20? Uh, 1 to 10 says Talon is kind of pissed, and then 11 to 20... <laughs> Is Talon is one of the spirit? If you find likes a low, likes low d twenty. Shit! You should always be pissed, but that's just me. A likes roll a d twenty. Eighteen. 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 She's pissed. All right, she's pissed. Oh man! How attached are you to flu gauge? Because I don't know if you're... Not really. Not really? All right, I don't... I'm just hesitant of violating other players' rights. So you... You aren't attached to him, but you left to learn to maybe die. Well, I kind of figured she got the hit and take a full action dash to retreat, retreat herself, you know... No, you went after me, bro. <laughs> I didn't go after you. I went after them. First, I was up in the turn order. I'm aiming for his neck. <laughs> oh my god! Well, that hit. 
um, oh for my like, God. starts clapping off to the side. Weird. What the weird fuck? clapping? <laughs> it's like a golf clap. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, nine points of damage there, flu gauges. Oh, you're still alive. Yep. Holy shit! What is going on? Thank God I'm at three. You know, think we get level three. I'm, you know, we should down to. Uh, yeah, you should be twenty-one hit points. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so what does Suffolk do, by the way? Bodar wants to raise. <laughs> if he wants to raise, let him go. No, he's not raging. Um, me, I get to see me. I'm at sixty feet away, so. He can I run. Could, I don't think he can run as, uh, as fast as the cat. <laughs> true, true. I will make uh, him have a nat 20 on a dex run. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we will basically say that y'all are out of initiative. Um, Sephic looks at the uh, tabaxi with the arrow sticking out of his neck. Um, and he will turn back to, to Lauren. Nice shot. He's and <clears throat> he'll clear his throat. I appreciate that, but I know that you all arrived together, so I would say that you get your little kitty friend and don't come back. How about we just leave him? <laughs> Uh, Cedric would have lots of fun. That was actually, that was out of character, obviously. <laughs> uh, so, um, as we were out of initiative, I would take it that, um, Flu, Bodar, and Krimtash are all together here. No, fuck that. Krimtash is like, why'd you put the side still? Not <laughs> yeah, bro, 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 right that's here. crazy. Well, Flu Gages is hauling ass. He's hauling ass. shot in the neck. Oh my god. Yes, he can. He can still run. Yeah, he can still run if you're shot in the neck. He can still run until he drops to zero. That's true. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Four stop, done it. Um, so there's Krimtash and Bodar. Together, or y'all both separated as well. Yeah, I'm gonna walk separated because I don't, I don't want this guy to like basically be suspicious about me being with the party. That might give us an advantage later on. Okay. Um, where is Bodar in this? Uh, Bodar is. <laughs> walking away from the scene. Um, trying to get as far away from flu and uh, trying to avoid anything involving septic or sep whatever his name is septic septic yeah septic <laughs> he's just trying to be like nondescript and not start any shit with anybody uh, um, well, with that, we will uh, close for the evening. <laughs> uh, what a session. For the time being, we all see you fleeing. You know this is a frozen hell. 
You're leaving the trouble in the frozen dell. The snow it is falling, but the adventure it is calling. You leave all the risk, a land frozen by winter's kiss. Cold blizzards and snow, and now you're at the end of the show. Please join us next week, where maybe the outlook won't be so bleak. For this time you have been in this frozen hell, brought to you by Knights of the Braille. This background music is Spellbinding, A Wizard's Dance, by Sean Hopper.